Hi, and welcome to Pure Food for Thought. I'm Phoebe of Phoebe's Pure Food, and I have a very special guest with us today. Um, He is here in town, and um, he's here for a book signing. He's a local author from Bethlehem, um, Shane Burkall. Did I pronounce that correctly? You did. Okay, great. Even if you didn't, I probably would have said that you did. You would have been like, yeah, thank you. You're so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he wrote Laughing at My Nightmare, uh, which you can pick up at the local bookstores. But he also authors a blog that has 500,000 followers? Approximately, yeah. Approximately 500,000 followers. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This is cool. So I'm curious, Shane. Um... What would be the one thing that you would hope people would learn from your story, especially with all of your writing and things yeah, like that? That's a big question. Um, I think the one thing I would want people to take away is that no matter who you are, what your problems are, because we all have problems, um, if you can make a a mental effort to look at life from a more positive perspective a more humorous perspective um it can make your adversity way easier to deal with Mm -hmm. and all of the problems of life um become much more manageable Mm -hmm. so i think that that's what i've learned throughout my life in living with um a disease called spinal muscular atrophy um and so yeah i hope that people will take away a new perspective on Living more positively. Living more positively. Because in reading your book, like you talk about how you worked really hard to make sure people saw you differently. Like saw you separate from your wheelchair. Yeah. Was that probably (laughs) one of the biggest struggles growing up, especially in adolescence, in high school and in college? Yeah. Throughout my life, um, and you can see this uh, kind of transition happen throughout my book, um, I was obsessed with convincing the world that I was normal mm-hmm. and that I wasn't defined by my wheelchair. And this mindset came from people treating me differently. You know, strangers would come up to me and talk to me like this, like I can't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, they saw the wheelchair and assumed that I wasn't all there. Um, and so I wanted to change that mindset. I didn't want it to affect my social life and uh, other stuff like that. And so, yeah, it was tough. Um, I have always been very outspoken. And so I, you know, had a great group of friends um, in uh, elementary school and, you know, they saw past the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of started a a movement throughout my life of just um, trying to show people I was normal. Mm -hmm. And then later in my life, I realized that there's no point to worrying about that. Because um, we're all different. We all have problems. And it's so much easier to just accept that and not worry about convincing every person that I meet that I'm intelligent and not weird because of my wheelchair, um, but rather just go with the flow. And if all her stuff or, um, yeah, if all her stuff happens, mm-hmm. just laugh at it. I think that, like, when you post these stories and you share that kind of um, experience, people probably with disabilities respond, right, and say thank you. Yeah, absolutely. For making making it okay for me to be comfortable Mm -hmm. with who I am. But my takeaway, at least what I read through the book, is I feel like you weren't alone. I feel like everyone in 
high school and everyone in elementary school in some way felt like they that people still didn't see them for who they were. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you still have people without disabilities saying thank you for making me feel comfortable? Absolutely. Um, It's funny. I get so many emails from people. um, It's kind of like they're telling me all about their life and all the things that they've been through. And, you know, their end messages that my uh, story has helped them think differently about what they've gone through or what they're going through. And what I've realized from that is kind of the message that I am uh, trying to get at at the end of my book is that everyone on earth has adversity. Right. It can be lifelong, like diseases and uh, loss, stuff like that, or it can be temporary, like you have a flat tire on the way to work and it pisses you off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really your reaction to that adversity that dictates the quality of your life. At mm-hmm. least that's my opinion so Mm -hmm. and fear like you talk a lot about like you drop the word fear like you drop Mm -hmm. the f-bomb in terms of like fear like frequently in the book and the other f-bomb yes you do do i think you probably do (laughs) (laughs) um when you talk about fear you talk about of course the fear of dying um you talk about the fear another fear that's like your your greatest fear or even greater than the fear of dying Mm -hmm. but then you talk about how you push through it yeah, and and in one in one chapter you talked about um, yelling. Was it basketball scores? I can't remember if it was <laughs> basketball or football. <laughs> it was football. Right? Okay, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. You have to um, bring up the embarrassing moments. Oh, <laughs> I know. Thank you. But that was good. Like I've been in situations <laughs> like that too. Where you just have to um, and you take say your mind things. off of it. Yeah. yeah. So how do you put, like? First of all, to go through some of the fears that you have, but yeah. then to start a blog, to write a book to travel and speak at travel engagements is so big that most people can't even get in front of a room and say, I can't get in front of a room of six people and talk. Yeah. Like, how do you push through that? Like, how do you lose yourself and push uh, through that? That's tough. Um, part of it is, you know, I've been doing it for a while, and, you know, in the beginning it was a lot harder than it is now. Um, it involves trying really hard to not care what people think of you and that's kind of the lesson I've been learning my whole life um I think a lot of it comes from my family Mm -hmm. I was raised to uh not be afraid to speak my mind um to laugh at the problems that we have uh if you sit around a dinner table with my family it's just constant ridicule just of you know the most private embarrassing problems that we all have mm-hmm. um and it's easier that way it's easier mm-hmm. to uh deal with insecurities that way than mm-hmm. it is to let them ruin your life um so knowing you have a support system a support and system letting yeah. go of what people think mm-hmm. that's yeah. like the hardest thing to do i think letting go of what people think because you always want to live up to other people's standards yeah it's ridiculous it, really it's tough at the end yeah. of the day you want people to like you and uh mm-hmm. um so yeah i I don't know. I've, I'm probably not good at it, but I, I think you probably are. I mean, if you can drive down to Florida and you were in a um, a parade, the yeah, right, a Disney parade. Yeah, we uh, we got a speaking engagement at Disney World, mm-hmm. um, Disneyland, Disney World. Which one's in Florida? I don't know. Whatever. Is that Sorry. Um, <laughs> and we got there, and they surprised us and said, "You're going to be leading the." parade to Disney World today. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the speaking engagement, they surprised us there too. 
Um, it actually took place in Cinderella's castle. Oh, okay. Um, so we got to go in and talk to all the employees in there. Um, mm-hmm. So that was cool, too. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a really important question. <laughs> when when they make a movie about you, <laughs> um, hmm? have you decided who's going to play you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know these are things that you think about sometimes. I'm actually working on my acting career. You are? So, yeah, I'm going to play myself, <laughs> probably. Yeah. There's no one better for the the, the role, the in view. my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, That's so conceited of me. No, it's not. Are you kidding? I would probably say the same thing. If I want you to play me. Who? You. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's the hair. I don't know. People I, would yeah. buy the hair <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, I'm curious to know, um, especially since this is a pure food for thought. Yeah. Um, you love sweet tea. I love I love lots of things, but I love sweet tea mm-hmm. most of all. And you talk about um, what's it called? It's Fridays. It's called no feed into Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. While most people are celebrating meatless Mondays, <laughs> you're like excited about feeding Not two using. free Fridays. Yeah. So what do you what do you like? Like, what are some of your favorite things to like indulge on? I uh, I have a feeling the focus of your show is like healthy food. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. Because it's not at all. <laughs> okay, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm really into, like, mostly, like, potatoes. The potato family is, like, really? my favorite family of food. Okay. Yeah, like, Hash mashed browns. potatoes, French fries, like, cheese fries. Yeah. I'm going to start salivating cheese. right Uh-oh. now. Okay, because we're not Yeah, last <laughs> night I had tater tots with ranch dressing and cheese on top, like, Really? Oh I don't yeah. know if it sounds really good or... Really terrible for you, but uh-huh. really good, yeah. Yeah, but you have to, like, work at keeping your weight up, though, too, right? I do. So, yeah. like, for me, it doesn't matter. You're like, please, uh, yeah. get more tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, it's okay. Like, it's all about balance, right? Because you do eat broccoli sometimes. Yeah. I feel like we should play, like, a Jimmy Fallon-style game. Like, I'll <laughs> name vegetables, and you give me your first response. Let's do it. Let's do it. Really? Yeah, why not? Um, I would say broccoli. Uh, I only, I'm not going to give you one word, but oh. I only, Uh-oh. I only eat the top of broccoli. Like, I don't eat the stem you part. Like a broccoli, that's a bro- you're like a broccoli snob. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that happened when I was little. Mm-hmm. I used to pretend I was a dinosaur and I would oh, eat the tops yeah. of the trees. Uh-huh. Um, and then that just kind of stuck. I still think I'm a dinosaur. Oh so. Is that what inspired the logo for it the Laughing at My be, Nightmare? Yeah, it might be. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the nonprofit that you do, because this makes me think about the nonprofit that you started. <laughs> my broccoli habits remind you. Yes, it does. Right? The dinosaur. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started a nonprofit called Laughing at My Nightmare Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do is we spread a message of positivity, helping people look at life in a more positive way so that they can be more effective and awesome. Um, and we also help people affected by muscular dystrophy get the items that they need right. to live uh, healthy, productive lives. Even like, like small items to big items? Because I know your wheelchair, you said it's like very expensive. Yeah, You're we, fortunate we try to focus on things that, um, you know, like adaptive technology that mm-hmm. will help them in some way. So we're not going to buy them like a pen. Or right. uh, maybe an adapted pen. That was a terrible thing to say. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, we focus on things that um, can really help them, like medical equipment, uh, accessible vehicles, stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And people can find that 
website where? That's laughingatmynightmare.com. Okay. You can find out all about what we do. You can buy my book there. Um, and all the proceeds go back to the nonprofit. So. And if you buy the book um, from the website, does it come with like a special signature or something? I do. I autograph every you copy do? that we sell. Yeah. Okay. Occasionally I'll write a little uh, inappropriate joke. Or oh, really? Actually, you can request when you okay. order if you'd like me to do something. <laughs> I've done some things that I'm not proud of oh. in those books. Uh-oh. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we won't talk about that. No, my mom's not watching. <laughs> 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 okay, so we should check out the laughingatmynightmare.com yeah. for the merch that this helps support the nonprofit. Yep. Um, and you have videos, mm-hmm. your link to your blog. Yep. It's all there. And everything you could ever want. Okay. Yep. You just have to make a space for the Helen show someday. I know, someday. I, I know. Want, and the movie. And the movie that you'll yeah. be starring in. No, I won't <laughs> be starring in that. You want all the glory. I don't think. <laughs> I'll deliver your tea. Perfect. I'll make your tater tots. You can do like a cameo. Yeah. I'll make uh-huh. your french fries any which way you want them. Any which way? Yeah. Wow. I love french fries. Today? I will get you french fries if you want them today. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> make sure to check out Shane's um, site at laughingatmynightmare.com. I'm so glad you joined us. Thank you for having me. I think you have some really great lessons in the book. It's a really interesting read. Thank you. Um, it's written for um, adults and teens. Yeah, young adult. Um, it's kind of inappropriate, so not too young adult. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. So great. We'll have to check it out. Yes. <laughs> and if you want to order the book online, you can find it at laughingatmynightmare.com. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. And be sure to subscribe to the Pure Food for Thought um, episode, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks. <laughs>